All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Ooh, Tuesday morning filming. We're back in the saddle. Back home. Yes, sir. I mean, did we film last week? Yeah, last week was two uh, weeks off. Okay, yeah, we had the two weeks off of the wedding. Mm-hmm. Not talking about that again. <laughs> yeah, it's been a it's been a it's been a great week for me just because I got back into the mix with streaming on Valorant, which has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I decided to start grinding Valorant again right when Counter Strike Two is about to drop, but you know, this Sol- transferable in some way or another. Solo queuing too. Yeah. Oh man, the solo <laughs> queue grind. Like people keep asking me, why aren't you playing with a duo or? Why aren't you playing with anybody else? I'm like, man, you have no idea how much mental turmoil I dealt with when I would queue with others because sometimes be people around my rank and then sometimes I play with Tarek for sure. And everybody was boosted, boosted, boosted. I'm like, dude, I'm going to do this by my damn self. It's going to take a while, <laughs> yeah. but I'm going to do this by my damn self. I've been <laughs> messing around with new equipment. I've tried, uh, well, you set up the... 360 hertz, Zowie, BenQ, monitor, which has been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I went from 27 inches down to 24 because I switched to the 27-inch 1440p for Warzone 2 when it dropped. And that was great because the details and the art in that game, it's kind of hard to see people in the distance. I'm like, dude, I, I, I got glasses and they're prescription, but I still can't <laughs> see these motherfuckers that Symphony's pinging. That guy's eagle eye. But the 27-inch 1440p helped. Yeah. But I I don't feel like uh, I actually forgot that I went from 24 to 27 for so long, mm-hmm. and then when I was looking for a new monitor, I'm like, let me give this shot again. I just feel like I can shoot straighter on this 24 inch. Well, they have the monitor you have. I didn't realize Mason was explaining it to me a little bit over the weekend because he, he just got uh, like the Asus version of your the Asus Asus version of your BenQ, where that it's basically just like like motion blur reduction. Yeah, which like. For him, he was saying on his it equates to like almost like a thousand hertz as to like what it's actually doing, not the output, but like with how much it's limiting on your like the frame. Like it's it's above my pay grade here, but yeah, I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I think I'm more confused now than when <laughs> yeah. we started talking. New innovation. What he was on- talking about with the thousand, not to cut you off, the thousand uh, hertz. Uh, it's something that Nvidia just rolled out. Okay, like it's a new software. Uh, capability that's only uh, it only works with like four monitors on the market right now. Uh-huh. But he's like, yeah, dude, I'm getting like a thousand. I fuck if I know. Anyways, he's in the thick of it. Point being, your monitors are dope. Yeah, I th- <laughs> we. I'm like, dude, we just got 360 hertz, and you're over here with like Nvidia cheat coding out here. Somebody yeah. should do a PC check on this motherfucker. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know any other things. I walked into his room when we went over to Jack's house and I saw him playing Warzone. I'm like, yeah, man, I don't I don't know how you do this, brother. No. It was fun. A lot of people hated Warzone 2 when it first launched in comparison to the original Warzone. And I understood where a lot of the feedback and and criticism came from, but I had fun first couple months. I mean, I was grinding every day. I was up at like mm-hmm. 5 a.m., start the stream. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. I mm-hmm. mean, what do I wish the movement was a little bit more fluid and they should not have get they shouldn't have got rid of like slide canceling and a bunch of other stuff. I don't want to talk about it because there's going to be things that I forget and I don't want to sound like an idiot, but Valorant, I'm all in right now. <laughs> I'm all in. Um what rank are you right now? I'm diamond 1, okay? I so I haven't played for the last like two or three acts and I think that equates, it's probably less, probably more a year. I haven't really played Valorant for a year. Mm-hmm. I would occasionally get into like the range or just a death match and shoot around <laughs> maybe like once a month. Just getting on there buying bundles. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. They have so many great skin bundles. You got to log in and buy those things because <laughs> the amount of time that I waited to get my RGX Vandal, it was hell on earth i was buying literally everything every single day and it still took me like a month and a half to get rgx we're not doing this again i'm laughing because i was sitting out in the bullpen with gabe and it's like i was mad and i'm like oh no he's streaming it's like oh the new vandals came out do you think he bought them i'm like i don't know like <laughs> we fire your stream up it's like 8 30 in the morning you've got the new vandal like like, what am I thinking? Of course he's got it. Well, <laughs> here's the problem with the champion skin, too. I don't know what's going on if they changed the uh, upgrading system. Because normally, if you upgrade a knife or a vandal, 
mm-hmm. all the way to like level four, so you get the finisher, it'll automatically attach it to your gun. You don't have to choose the level like mm-hmm. you can do with like the ion karambit. People yeah. say if you upgrade it, make sure you set it to the base level because the animation or the light or how it comes out and swinging around when you inspect is better. Mm-hmm. So I bought the champions bundle. And I'm playing Team Deathmatch. I'm like, man, I just got like eight fucking kills in a row. This gun, it's it sounds like a default vandal. And yeah. I got no effects happening on my gun. I sat there scratching my head for an entire day because I played like Team Deathmatch for three hours off stream on Sunday. I just chalked it up. I, I don't know what's going on. I get into ranked. I thought it might have been a Team Deathmatch problem. Still nothing. Mm-hmm. Then I started streaming. They're like, why didn't you upgrade your gun? I'm like, what do you mean? I did, bro. You know what I mean? Radiant points I spent on this fucking thing. <laughs> And turns out you got to set the level. So yeah. the Vandal is actually great. It's got a nice thud for the audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, the effects on it are great. I, I don't like the, what is it, like a kunai? I don't know how to pronounce it. The knife is whatever, but there's some great knives on this game. Yeah. I got a bone to pick with Valorant, though, and Riot. <laughs> Let me tell you guys something. <laughs> it is maddening. Now, look, I brought solo queue upon myself. I know I complain towards the latter half of the stream just because I've been live for like seven hours. I'm fully tilted. Blood sugar's out of sync. All Everything's going wrong. But Riot and their hidden MMR is going to make me lose my mind. Brother, I, I, was, I was in the bathroom before we started filming. I'm like, I got to explain this the right way. I will match MVP with players in the lobby that are Diamond 3, Ascendant 1, and then I'll lose 20 RR after we lose, okay? Well, how much are you getting when you match MVP? Brother, that's the that's the, the problem. I will match MVP with the same ranks, and they'll give me like 14 <laughs> RR. I'm like, guys, it's what actually, is going on? It's actually fucked. When you went like 5-0, and oh, that I think it was on your birthday, and you're getting like 12 to 13, you're dropping like 30 kills. Oh, like, okay, this is actually fucked. They have to figure out a way... To reduce the the disparity between or the dispersion, whatever the word might be, yeah, for this hidden MMR and the RR that you get, mm-hmm. like there's no world where I should have a brimstone that went O and fourteen, and I match MVP'd and I still lost like twenty RR. It 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 it, it drives me crazy. I feel yeah. like two steps forward, three steps back. So I, I've seen a lot of people talk about that throughout the years. I, I wonder if they'll ever change it. Because ranked Valorant really is so much fun, at least for me personally. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of things that just frustrate the hell out of me. Yeah. I was thinking about this too, because I mean, I I mean, eighty percent of the time I'm licking walls on Valorant. We've we've talked about <laughs> yeah. the, the amount of games I play, but and by by no means do I have any room to complain here as I'm just like firing up Valorant for the first time in a year myself playing and just getting fucking dunked on the entire time but i think what actually makes me rage even more and i never understood this until playing counter-strike and just their matchmaking where you can't see your rank seeing my rank and my rr just like descend is what i think drives me into madness or if you're the fact that you can see you're on a rank up game and then like you know you got a guy that leaves like three rounds in and you're ready to just break your computer yeah I think that might be like the biggest contributor to why I just rage off Valorant every time. I hear you. I, I think there's, you could look at it the other way too, where <laughs> I actually like, and maybe it's because I stream when I know there's a rank up game, there's more on the line. But mm-hmm. as soon as some bullshit happens, somebody disconnects or my teammates are, should be checked into a psych ward, yeah. <laughs> then it is pretty discouraging and demotivating. Yeah. But those headshot sounds. Yeah, Valorant, it, it really is just so much fun. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wish there was a way to counteract the anger that a lot of teammates have when you insta-lock, but at the rank that I'm playing, I tell the stream, you know, when I get to Immortal, if I do, I plan to. I hope I can. I'm not going to sit here and think, like, oh, I should be the insta-lock duelist, but at Diamond, which is, like, the old plat right now, I don't trust none of these guys. I The last four hours of the stream yesterday, I had four straight games of insta-lock jets, which normally I'm like, Wango, man, somebody's confident on jet. Mm-hmm. That means this guy's got to be shooting. 
dude, they went like seven and twenty. Yeah. Eight and twenty one. I'm like, hold on, man. Maybe we should get on smokes. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing too. Like Maybe we should fill. The fact that you can't pivot your strategy like mid game is another frustration. I don't know why I'm just airing out my frustrations. I mean, aside from the fact that I just can't shoot, but the fact that like if you're running like you get stuck on smokes or you fell, like you can't change how you play at any point. Yeah, and then they want you to grab bomb too and you gotta play <laughs> yeah. off your teammates. I'm like, oh God. Some games you got comms, some games you don't have comms, and some games you have comms and you're fucking begging these people to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. It's wild actually. Dude, I cannot believe how viral that clip went of this kid <laughs> trying and everybody every comment was the same. He wanted to go band for band with Nate. I'm like, first of all, I think I might be too old because I've never heard this phrase used before. <laughs> That's how people get riot buddies. Are you dumb? Brother, I'll tell you what. You think you know a lot about the world, but clearly you don't. Just shut yeah, the fuck I, I up, go plant the bomb, I and play the game. Yeah, you know a lot, huh? Yeah? Okay. We can compare bank accounts right now if that's what you want to hear. Bro's talking about the world as he's 30 playing Valorant. compare whatever you want to compare in life. Yeah? But he's talking about the real world as he's 30 playing Valorant. Bro, you're definitely white trash, and you definitely grew up in the suburbs, okay? 30 seconds left. Don't want to hear it. Bro's got nothing to say. Bro literally knows shit about life. But this kid <laughs> laid into my shit, and that clip ended up on TikTok. It, it is so bizarre when I'm scrolling TikTok, and I, I don't do it as much as I used to, uh, but when I come up on my own For You page, I'm like, what the fuck? Hold on. This is like an inception. Yeah. I feel like Leo. Just <laughs> like, oh, shit, what I Not say. a successful, <laughs> uglier, a lot less money, but I do feel like him for a moment. <laughs> same, same vape habit, though. Yeah, oh, for sure. But, yeah, this kid laid into me, and uh, it took a lot to show some restraint. I just, you know, I told this to the stream, the one thing that I've actually carried with me quite a bit is if you get into an argument on the internet, Hector always told me, don't bring up money. I mean, for the most part, everybody knows if you're arguing with a specific person that everybody knows as well. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no need to flex... And I've tried, and I'm not trying to sound like a martyr, sound more humble than I actually am, but, you know, I don't need to sit here for my own, I don't have any insecurities around, like, what people will believe or what they know about my own personal level of success. So this kid was just out in the ether, just throwing yeah. daggers. And it was funny because as soon as he found out who I was, these guys didn't talk for the entire second half of the game. Oh, really? And I'll tell you what, that kid was a bitch. <laughs> but that his raise was an even bigger bitch. That guy was blazing. Dude, he sounded like a sidekick. Yeah. Just like gassing up everything this guy would say. I'm like, bro, you're, you're not, this isn't even creative. Like your shit talk isn't even creative in any way. Yeah. This immediately just brought up bank accounts. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's like, if you are, if you do got bands, you shouldn't be bringing up because that's just low hanging fruit. You guy know? was definitely right though. I did grow up in the suburbs. <laughs> he's like explaining your whole life and you're like shit I just look he got cooked like, yeah I'm looking at my list I'm like oh fuck <laughs> this, yeah. this guy's... looking at my bingo book I'm like oh I don't have a comeback for that one fuck yeah, he, he had me pegged for sure <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know hey we don't you don't punch down though you don't every punch clip down. though as I have had so many comments and tweets and in the chat it's all people want to talk about so hey I'll take it yeah fuck it I How love Valorant Kind of crazy, too. You're up, I mean, you're concurrent. Like, you've been, what, like, four or five K? Bro, I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. Yeah. Like, I've had, yeah, four or 5,000 people every day watching me play Val, and it's just, it's weird to me that I can take so much time away and still have people show up. So I feel pretty lucky and blessed for that to be the case. Yeah. Uh, but the solo queue, it's the last thing I'll say on the Valorant topic. I'm sure something will pop up in my brain that I want to talk about later. But the solo queue is actually kind of fun because you are really, all the things that we complained about, it is kind of fun to play roulette with your teammates. You really just don't know who you're going to get. Yeah. Some of the games is pleasant, some games is not. And no matter what, it's entertaining. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, man, I had to stop myself from playing Valorant for so long over the last year when I haven't played because my brain, I just get laser focused on one thing. We've talked about this before, whether it's photography, golf, Valorant. I'm definitely in that Valorant arc right now, uh, but it's it's just refreshing to have a game that's so competitive that I can play by myself 
and not have to worry about anything else. So I love Valorant. 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 Good job, right? You guys are doing great things. Man, I thought I was going to come in here with my brain firing, but there's been a couple times where I've been searching for words. I almost forgot Jen's name earlier, who's just like the one person you can't. She's a chief content officer. <laughs> well, so you, right were, man. You, you were late, so... I was late. Maybe your maybe your system's throwing off. First five ten minutes is where we get calibrated. I had to stop at the gas station to get Zins. Worked out at six, came home, seven ten. Drink a hydration vegan powder. Took a shower. Haley made this smoothie and bought to go cups with straws. Oh, that's a, that's a home smoothie with the thick straw. Yeah, brother. Those straws. This is elite. Okay, if people don't understand, I don't think people understand how big of a difference a straw makes so we're gonna put we're gonna put people on real quick go get the thick straws you i get completely a milk, agree about you get that. a milkshake from anywhere like use your own straw you go get a milkshake at a mcdonald's in and out whatever bring your own straw it'll ch it'll change the entire quality and experience of the milkshake swear, swear to god no brother i i, I retweet repost yeah. i mean now they changed it but <laughs> yeah Haley has like glass straws that have little Excel. turtles on them and then you'll have these metal straws <laughs> glass straws are tough because you ever get that right in your front tooth oh yeah <laughs> every time i whack it i think i broke a veneer i'm like this is the one this is the time yeah but yeah you know i never thought about it. the thick straws make a big difference bro mm -hmm. i'd be sitting there at my stream set up with this thick ass smoothie just using the straw as a spoon yeah mouth wide open <laughs> like a baby bird ready for <laughs> yeah. some regurgitation <laughs> You're, you're having Haley muck it up in her mouth for you. <laughs> yeah, we love the regurgitation. <laughs> That's good. Hey, you want to suck on this while I suck on yours? Let me see that thing. Hang on, hang on. Joe bought a vape uh, at my wedding and somehow it's still kicking. So I'm getting like a little after effects here. Well, I remember I was deathly hungover preparing for a five and a half hour drive back. And I'm like, the vape's on like the. Oh Jesus! No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Line dresser, the dresser that the that the <laughs> you're doing great. Did right there? All right, Spencer. If I recall correctly, I well, do recall. <laughs> I do declare that okay. Joe. <laughs> it was on the dresser. <laughs> it was on the dresser, and uh, my girlfriend's like, "Oh, you don't want to like take that back? Like save it for when we go out and drink?" I'm like, "Absolutely not." She's like, "All right, well, I'm gonna take it." So then I got busted out last weekend for boozing and then sure enough sunday afternoon i got the vape she's like oh do you have it like do you want me to take it I'm like no i'm keeping it like, chandler's so much smarter than you <laughs> just been sucking that thing down and it's still kicking i don't i don't know why well you went to a music festival this past weekend right i did how'd went, that go i went to head in the clouds uh with our, our cfo jayton we were all just sitting at at lunch which and, one i have still have no idea how or why he was there I I mean it's not a bad thing. I think it's amazing because we had a like an activation what? there, right? Yeah, we did some stuff. Uh, I Brooke was there and Cryo was there as mm -hmm. well, doing stuff for AT and T. Um, but yeah, I think we kind of roped Jason into coming because he's like, oh yeah, like I can get tickets for us, whatever. If you guys want to go, and we're like, sure, you know, good good little bonding experience. And I I think. He had been busy all day, and the next morning he was like, yeah, I was up at 6, so like, I had to take care of the baby all day. Yeah, I'm sure he's but, ready to booze a little bit now that— Yeah, get away from the kid. The baby's here. Yeah, exactly. Go go let off a little steam. But, yeah, we ended up going. Uh, There's a few of us. Brandon. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had, well, listen, bro, I'm trying to— <laughs> I, I, I've, like, truly—I'll talk about it in a sec. You can finish your story. Uh, But, yeah, uh— what was I saying? Yeah, Brandon from uh, the Project X team uh, does our NFTs as well. Calf from High Ground, um, Sarah from HR, myself, and a couple other people all went. I didn't know a single artist aside from Zed, so got to hear some new music. Got way too hammered off some like Cherry Blossom. They had like a two-hour open bar thing because Johnny Walker was sponsoring it. So I went from just like drinking vodka and I had some mimosas, some bottomless mimosas at brunch. And then I started double fisting some double Johnny Walker drinks for about two hours. Oh my God. Then capped it off with a couple of vodka Red Bulls. <laughs> what the fuck? You didn't sneak no juvie in there? I had no juvie. 
any port in the storm. Actually, the vodka Red Bulls were just handed to me at the end of the night. They set me over the edge. Yeah, look, I'm not you know knocking points off your score for drinking vodka Red Bulls. When in Rome, if it's there, it's there. <laughs> when but... in Rome, and then I was horizontal in the Uber back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like dying, uh, just like feet up, like with I brought Brooke and Shelby, uh, her assistant, back home. Got them out of there, and we're chatting. And I'm like, I'm like literally like, why is this suburban driving sideways? <laughs> How are they doing I'm that? like laying down like this, and Brooke is like telling, like Brooke and Shelby are talking. I'm like, oh yeah, that's crazy. Like, that's, <laughs> that's nuts. That's like, the that's default NPC <laughs> reply, dude. If anybody ever says to you that's crazy, uh, trust me, they don't want to listen to anything you're saying. <laughs> it's like when you send me your Valorant highlights. <laughs> hey, got to. I'm like, well, bro, that's crazy. Listen, I, I literally like part 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 of your responsibilities at work is just to watch the things that I know nobody else cares about. It's like I show a Valorant clip to Haley and she's like stoked about it, but she don't understand a lick of what just happened. I'm like, honey. No, I do like right, them. Let me send this to Joe. I've been rising you a couple times on them. I don't want you to think I don't like them. Well, Keep listen, I, I was on a new sense and I just started beaming. I had to show that off. Oh, 100%. Like great somebody's got to see this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if I put this on Twitter, they're going to say, all right, that was kind of mid. But if I show it to you. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I'm like fucking wow. Michael Jordan, dude, playing with a, a like a AAU high school basketball team. Like, yo, Nate Shot, you're my hero, bro. Can I get an autograph? Do people when they go to I so look, man, I don't I don't do drugs. I don't care if you believe me or not. I don't have a problem with drugs. Yeah, I saw a tweet the other week. People talk about cocaine, like in LA and New York, let me tell you, it is more common than marijuana, I swear to God. But I have never partaken. It's just, it's not for me. I had, you know, I never really liked antibiotics as a kid. My mom had trouble with medication. It was a whole thing. Yeah, you so won't I've, even take your SIBO medicine because you think you're going to lose your hearing. Dog, I have like 50% <laughs> hearing in both of my ears. Okay. And then they're telling me to take this fucking thing that not only does it like rearrange the enzymes in my liver or some crazy shit, they're like nuking my stomach and my small intestine. That's what but it also says that it can cause permanent hearing loss. I'm like, I'm already down bad. I'm not going to double down on these pills. I've been living with SIBO for like the last 10 years. I'm like, I'd rather burp 100 times a day than lose any more ability to hear. Uh, that's, I mean, that's fair. But, but it also dawned on me, though, that I heard probably like eight years ago randomly that q-tips are really bad for your ear canals and mm -hmm. just everything going on in here yeah i'm like well i don't want to do anything bad that's close to the brain there's a lot of important stuff happening so dude i don't i've never in the last eight to ten i've never cleaned my ears so i'm like should i go into the doctor and just have them flush it out ever seen the tiktok videos of like a spider crawling out maybe i got oh some eggs in there blocking the hole the the holes plural that's not the only thing. No. <laughs> That's not the only thing blocking my ears. Um, <laughs> but oh, there's it's neither here nor there. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I want to talk about Logan Paul, man. Anyways, yeah. I want to. I really I want to talk about Logan Paul and Jake Paul. Logan Paul is an unbelievable athlete. What he has done in the last two years in the WWE is actually jaw-dropping, mind-boggling, I mean, I knew Jake and and Logan. It's like when they started doing this boxing shtick, they uh, they obviously had a lot of people that were outwardly hating. But I actually tipped the cap because those guys were really good athletes in high school. Like yeah. Logan Paul and Jake, you know, they played football, wrestling, like real wrestling. And uh, they were like state. I don't know if they ever won like a state championship, but they were up at the top competing at the highest level. And so... They obviously do all the boxing matches, you know, break the fucking records on social, pay-per-view buys. I mean, it's pretty incredible. And then this guy starts doing WWE, and all of a sudden, I'm watching this guy do a swanton bomb. It looks like a 10-year veteran on the WWE, WWF. That's <laughs> when I watch it. I love the WWF as a kid. I watch mm -hmm. it every single uh, the Thursday, SmackDown, Monday Night Raw. We did. My dad would never buy the pay per views, but I heard they were great. Sometimes I'd go to a friend's house and watch it. But to see what he has done and what he continues to do, and how comfortable and natural he looks in the ring, I don't know how you can't tip the cap. I tweeted about this yesterday, and then I had like a thousand replies. But he scammed NFTs. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, 
There is no way in hell. Look, if it happened, I don't know the circumstances and the uh, you know the nuance and the details of it. So for people that lost money, I got nothing to do with it, and I'm sorry that happened. I really am. No, bu- no bullshit. <laughs> Coffeezilla is about to come for your ass. But look, dude, there is no way that Logan Paul went in, <clears throat> at least from my perspective, and I could be absolutely wrong. Maybe this guy's an absolute menace, and um, uh, it's I'm unaware. But when I met him, he seemed really nice. Did his podcast. For the most part, this guy's already making so much money. There's no way that he just decided to put his name and reputation on the line for a couple million dollars to scam people NFTs. Mm -hmm. Whether it happened or not, I'm sorry. But at least how I sort of rationalize in my head, it's like there's no way this guy anticipated that this was going to be the plan. This was the goal. So beyond that, good luck. (laughs) NFTs, <laughs> don't trust nobody. It's it's like the wild, wild west, dude. You get fucking, you, you get caught out, you kind of have to hold the L on that one. It's like, all right. It's an emerging, Most speculative uncharted mark. territory. Yeah. But I digress. Logan Paul, pff, fucking pretty crazy. <laughs> With all that being said, when that guy gets on a rope, he can fly. <laughs> yeah, he really can, dude. <laughs> he can fucking fly. I got to say, too, same thing. Like, you got it's clean the moves are clean and he's jumping like 10 to 20 feet like doing this shit i mean these guys are athletes great i mean they're all roided out and shit i don't know about him but i wouldn't be surprised if he got on the juice for a little bit just to get into shape but yeah clean it up but i mean it is it is really impressive honestly like just to jump into that and yeah i don't i mean he's an athlete dude and jake paul listen i'm not gonna sit here and talk like I watch a ton of boxing, or I mean, I've I've watched the big fights over the course of my thirty years on this earth. I have, but I don't know 31. shit about boxing. But all I know is, with my very inexperienced eye, he looks good in the ring. I mean, <clears throat> man, I get the argument that oh, he's only fought like washed up UFC fighters. I get that, but where I'm sitting, I'm like, dude, what? I don't care. If these motherfuckers are at the tail end of their career, I would never have the balls to just pick up boxing three years ago, and then all of a sudden I'm fighting Nate Diaz, who had some of the wildest UFC battles I've ever seen with Conor McGregor. And he fought Anderson Silva, right? Yeah. Anderson Silva used to be a killer. So I get they might be past their prime, and mixed martial arts is wildly different than mm-hmm. boxing. I know this. <laughs> Very different game, very different when it comes to, you know, the testicles, Jesus, technical (laughs) aspects of the sport, you know, I get it. But the fact that (laughs) the fact that he's stepping into the ring with these guys, I tip the cap because I would never have the balls to do it. Also, I mean, at the end of the day, boxing is just purely about entertainment. It is. It's a showman sport. And he is making a fuck ton of money and drawing a fuck ton of attention to the sport. So you got to tip the cap for that, too. I saw on DraftKings, the uh, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz fight was the second most bet on boxing match of all time on DraftKings. He's got Drake posting Instagram stories about his his betting line. I mean... I I, I just have so much respect for what they've done because... Logan Paul literally made a vlog with a suicide victim in the background, and everybody hated him. Yeah. Jake Paul was like a cringe Disney YouTuber content house. And listen, I don't knock content houses, clearly. (laughs) But, you know, people hated Jake Paul. And sometimes he says some really dumb shit. But to go from two of probably the most hated people on the internet to now just making tens of millions of dollars fighting UFC fighters in the ring. Fought Tommy Fury, who Mm -hmm. I know he's not Tyson Fury, and I know people talk about his record and the people that he's boxed, and he's not really like a championship boxer as well. But, bro, he could have won that fight. He didn't look bad. Yeah. He was keeping up. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not saying that I love them personally. I don't think they're egregiously bad people, and I don't think that they're you know, walking saints uh, straight out the Bible. But I, I respect the the lane that they've carved for themselves and 
Got to tip the cap. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. I <laughs> Actually, it's not going to make con- – you've never heard this joke before, never mind. <laughs> there's no way that you have a joke that you use often that I haven't heard. Well, there's a, there's like a bit uh, – my roommate and I like love. We just laugh baby, at. Yeah, baby. We actually. I'm sorry that I asked. Yeah. Kendrick Perkins on ESPN. There's a bit of him talking about Bradley Beal, and he's like, "I never gonna tell a young man to not go get his money." And I'm like, "You know what, Perk? I I gotta respect that." And it's the same thing with the Paul brothers. Like, they're doing their thing, and you just gotta you gotta respect the fact that they're in business and this is their career, and they're out just to make money, and they're not. They're certainly not saints, but. Yeah, that's fuck it, dude. <laughs> what? I, yeah. Respect the grind. <laughs> yeah. What else? I wake is- up every day, <laughs> scream for eight hours, go home, film a YouTube video. This Fousey <laughs> shit is pretty wild though, too. What shit? Fousey tube. You know Fousey? No. Oh, you don't know anything about this? No. All right, so Fousey was like an OG YouTuber. I, I consider that era kind of OG now, with how things have sort of unraveled and played out over the last 10 years but back when i was making videos full-time fuzzy was as well he was like vlogging every single day with like casey and you know whatever and clearly struggles with mental health i think i could be wrong so don't quote me on this but i think he's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder there's something serious that he has to deal with every single day and I don't walk in those shoes, so I don't know what it feels like. But he's had many bouts with his mental health very publicly. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy used to be getting 500,000 to a million views on every single video he would upload. And he would upload every day. I mean, he took over the internet for quite some time. And then had, some would say, like uh, bouts with public meltdowns. Mm-hmm. And so he was in and out of the internet after the first flare-up. Uh, there was a whole arc with him putting together like a meetup and he was saying Drake was coming and turns out he had never even spoken to Drake and it was just it was just a lot happening in every direction and so he would just pop up come back for a couple months act like nothing ever happened and high energy and he's all in he's laser focused and he's grinding out content and you know people would start to fall in love with him again and then he would do something or have another struggle, and then he'd be gone for a while. But he's been doing live streaming 24 hours a day, oh, 365 fa- days a week. Okay. He's been doing it for, I think, like a couple months. Okay, yes. And in the last, like, two weeks, I mean, it, it's wild how quickly the internet turns. I mean, for some of the things that I've seen, I mean, rightfully so. He's mm-hmm. doing some, saying some really wild shit yeah. that is not, you don't have any business having those things come out of your mouth. And I don't yeah. want to get into the details of those because I don't know exactly, but sexual assault victims or... The the human trafficking. Human trafficking. And yeah. he's in the airport and he's telling them, yeah. I, I just joined the Mile High Club. Not in uh, in the flight, but he comes back yeah. basically insinuating he had sex. So people are not happy. But I, I just... I was actually really excited to see him kind of get back on his feet and... He's like the eighth most subscribed Twitch stream yeah. in, in in North America, or even the whole world. Is that's what he's been talking about? Is but like thirty something thousand subs. I think no, nah, he's at like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Maybe, maybe it's thirty. Doesn't matter. Yeah. All I'm saying is, I actually don't think that there's a job worse than being a full time content creator, having to go and eat what you kill, earn what you can. And then have to deal with just the highs and lows that I'm sure he's going through with a lot of the, you know, the mental disorders that he deals with. Um, it's obviously a very sensitive topic. So I don't mean to sound as if I'm ignorant or not up to speed, but I, I had to bring it up in some capacity or another because he put out a great statement where he was talking about the fact that his family and friends are concerned about him. He hasn't been going to the gym. He hasn't been eating. He hasn't been sleeping. Mm-hmm. And they want him to go to the doctor before he gets any more time on stream. But then he says this, and then the next day, this guy's posting like a motivational David Goggins video of him running on a treadmill where I was watching it yesterday. I got off stream. I'm like, actually, this guy's really well-spoken. I'm like, I mean, if it, if I haven't seen the body of work that has happened with Fousey and I was watching this video, I'm like, he's pretty good at what he does. Mm-hmm. 
even at the end, bro, he's like, I just said the F word. My mom doesn't want me to say that no more. I'm sorry, mom. And like, it was, I don't think he tried to be comedic, but it was fucking hilarious. For yeah. some reason, it tickled me. Yeah. But, man, it's just crazy to see the ping pong back and forth with this guy over the last 10 years. And mm -hmm. I don't think he's a bad guy at his very core. I don't think most people are. You know, we see the worst in people when they have missteps online and it's easy to make judgment and assumption. I certainly have in the past, but... I hope he can find his way and try to stay as healthy and as evenly keeled as possible as he continues to try to continue to make his comeback on the internet, make some yeah. money, and try to get back to the position he used to be in. I saw when he tweeted about the Drake meetup and him, like, I think he posted his DM to Drake. He's like, I've been stream I've been live for like 35 days straight. Yeah. I mean, that itself has got to be taxing. Bro, he got into a car accident. Mm-hmm. Somebody like sideswiped him. He like talked himself out of a ticket with a police officer. Then this thing happens with this girl in the airport. And then this girl slapped him in public after she was like twerking on him. I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't think there's anything that I'd rather do less than be an IRL streamer. Yeah. Half my fucking YouTube channel, people have no idea how much I shot myself in the foot just because I'd be so embarrassed to vlog in public i mm -hmm. just could not walk around with this camera in my hand mm -hmm. i was like judging myself there's something going on in my brain but like i don't like secondhand I, I mean that's obviously firsthand i just don't like to intrude in the public yeah domain you know I'm what i mean way. and i don't want to be like oh you know self-serving and i don't want it's like i'm never going to see these people again but for some reason i, mm -hmm. I just i don't want to bring that attention to myself mm-hmm so being an IRL streamer, 35 days straight, fuck that. Yeah. He's got to find some sort of middle ground, bro. He has to. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I get it because my brain works that way, just not as aggressively or as, as, as severe as his, where I like, if I find something that I'm enjoying and I'm good at and it, it, it's productive, then I'm just going to, that's, I'm all in. Yeah. But he's got to take a step back and try to figure some things out. Speaking of, uh, streamers and IRL streamers and making headlines. You see the Kai Sinat, like riots in New They're York. They're charging him with a felony. Yeah. He's getting a, 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 a he's being charged with a felony. <laughs> yeah, for like inciting violence, inciting a riot. Did you see the clips of it? I did. I mean, <laughs> people were jumping on cars, climbing up uh, lights. Uh, you know, I saw a girl, a girl twerking on like a street light, and then people were just grabbing her ass, saying that Kai Sinet caused her to get like sexually assaulted. Yeah. But then she kept dancing. I mean, obviously, you can't do that. It's fucking, don't put your hands on a woman. Yeah. But I don't, I don't understand meetups like that. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't know how the law works in that situation. I mean, this guy Kai, if he would have done a meetup like two years ago, I don't know how many people are going to show up. So maybe it's hard to realize how big of a impact he would actually have on, on, on just the world or the place he's doing this meetup. Mm -hmm. Maybe he didn't anticipate it to be that big. I have no idea. But yeah. to go from doing something that you think is pretty innocent to then basically turning New York City into a, a, a fucking war zone. <laughs> yeah. Do I think he should be charged with a felony? Should I should he be charged at all? I, I mean, if I'm sitting on the side of innocence, like, no. But, again, I'm not a lawyer, nor am I a police officer. I guess something has to be done, but I kind of feel bad for the kid. Mm -hmm. I, I have never seen Kai Sinet, like, do or say anything to bring hatred or take advantage of somebody like in my book he has no strikes yeah so to do something like a meetup and then be charged with a felony that's a pretty jarring situation to have to deal with yeah that's suck <laughs> <laughs> bro felony is no fucking like yeah. felony is a, i mean like we've talked about before my biggest fear is being in jail so i would uh i'd be tweaking oh yeah I'd like be tweaking. involuntary manslaughter yeah. Fuck that. A little vehicle manslaughter. <laughs> Going to jail it truly is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it would uh it'd be fun. But uh <laughs> we see that grimace again, dude. <laughs> Happy birthday, God, Grimace. I just do not feel prepared to speak on these matters. 
<laughs> yeah, we're. I mean, we we're talking about some pretty heavy shit. I gotta be honest. And the village idiots certainly. The psychology and morals and the inner workings of inciting a riot and. Yeah, I mean, it's great Like when we talk about this stuff offline because no matter how ill-advised some of our comments are or stupid they are, we don't know that. We're in our own little <laughs> yeah. vacuum. But And then you like think about it after, like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe I'd think about it differently this way. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, talking online can be a, Ladies a and gentlemen thing. of the jury. <laughs> That's how I feel. But, hey, whatever. I really got to pee, dude. That's the only problem with like going to the gym and drinking a lot of water, staying hydrated. It's my bladder is the size of this grimace vape. I peed right before we got in here. It's been thirty minutes, and I feel like I haven't. I I feel like I just woke up at like five a.m. after drinking all night, and you go in the bathroom. I sit down at night and pee for like three minutes. I'm like, dude, when is it gonna stop? <laughs> Have you ever? I. Oh my god. Have I repeated with a boner? I have. Well, I mean, yeah, it's hard. hard. No, that, it doesn't make any sense. That wasn't the question. <laughs> You're just planking on the toilet. I wonder what the comparable to a woman, like if I'm peeing with a boner, like what is a woman's like apples to apples? I don't think there is one because they have different organs, you know? <laughs> I know. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Thank you for that. I know you're married now. <laughs> I was gonna say, have you ever timed your pee? I used to time my pees because they'd, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is this one's gonna be long. Like, I'd be like, yo, dude, I just peed for three minutes. Like, <laughs> I just took ninety seconds of my life, or one hundred eighty seconds of my life, peeing that I'll never get back. Bro, it's <laughs> like when you're kids in elementary school, the kids would go in uh, and try to see how far away you could stand from the urinal oh, yeah. and still make it. Oh, I told you about the kid that walked through the piss stream of a kid. His, his back was to the wall, bro. Pissing into the urinal was impressive. Granted, we're like 12 at the time. People are like, like where does he get this fucking water pressure? <laughs> like, this kid's like four feet tall. Like, And this kid just walks in, thinks he's sick. He's like looking behind him. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Oh shit, here we go. Just straight through the legs. Just piss all over this kid. Starts crying like immediately. I was oh like, my God. I was like, yo. That's like straight out of <laughs> a, fucking hilarious. a movie. That's the traumatizing. That kid will never forget the time that he got pissed on. <laughs> yeah, literally. And then that kid that peed on him probably will think about it maybe like every once in a while and think, oh, that was a terrible thing that I did, but I have this power over him now. Like he walked into my pee. <laughs> yeah. A piece of shit. It's like when, when Gandalf walks into Thaden's keep and, and Wormtongue is there. <laughs> I don't remember that. You have no power here. You have no power here. <laughs> All right, listen, you're going to have to, we're either going to cut and bring us right back in or you entertain the podcast by yourself while I go pee because there's no way I can make it to the end of this episode. I am in no way capable of commanding the mic. Why don't myself? you give it a try, dude? This will be uh, Joe Callis's two-minute tippy-tap extravaganza emporium. Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium. Mr. Magoo, get it out of my ass. <laughs> All, right, we'll All right, well, this is a good time to talk about NFL football and the Detroit Lions. Uh, <laughs> free JMO, number one. Uh, number two, I don't know if anybody's seen uh, Quarterback on Netflix, but it's basically like the show. They follow Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota throughout like their year and it's just like a big behind the scenes thing and I gotta say the biggest takeaway for me has been I did not like Patrick Mahomes' brother nor wife you know Patrick Mahomes is like gets a lot of shit for just like his family guy does absolutely nothing wrong but I gotta say I don't think there is anybody flying up my book faster than Patrick Mahomes' wife I gotta say because at the end of the day everybody she gets like a lot of heat for like her semantics and like what she's doing and people claim and she's like portrayed as being super obnoxious but she's really just a, a supportive wife that's very proud of her husband who happens to be the greatest football player of all time so but yeah show's great yeah yeah you can't hate that you can't knock it again you got to tip the cap you got to tip the cap but uh preseason football officially kicks off this week aside from like the Hall of Fame game that happened last week. Hard Knocks premieres tonight. It's the Jets. 
Um, Detroit Lions are getting a minimum of 11 wins. Little betting segment here. I think their over-under is 9.5 on the book. I highly recommend taking the over as well as winning the NFC North. And sleeper pick, good value, plus 300, Carolina Panthers to win the NFC South. Happy birthday, Grimace. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, <laughs> by the way, I was pissing. I definitely didn't go for three minutes, but I peed a lot. There's a lot of piss. <laughs> well, thanks for telling Fousey. me. Foozy. <laughs> I thought it was Fousey. No, it's Foozy, too. Yeah. You're a fucking commoner, dude. You don't know shit about YouTube. <laughs> this is hot off the oh, presses. I have, I Today, have 600 I... billion views. <laughs> You're literally here because of YouTube views. <laughs> like, everything that exists at 100 Thieves, well, I'm sure it could have started without me, but came from YouTube views, dude. Well, yeah, obviously. Give me the grimace, dude. <laughs> this is hot off the presses. Fousey, today I got a deal from kickstreaming to live stream that will change my life forever. Listen, y'all, I will be smart with the money this time. I told y'all. Every single prayer I would talk to God and say, when you gave it to me the first time, I wasn't ready. If you give it to me again, I know what I'll do with it. My life has changed forever, and now I can change so many lives, not only mentally and spiritually, but financially. I am blessed beyond belief. I love you all. This is the beginning of something amazing. I promise. G7, it's a mindset, you know? Uh, and then uh, it's an Arabic word that I actually... Uh, Alamandula? Uh, Alamandula. Uh, say it again. Alhamdulillah. Well, the only one I know is uh, from my friends in high school when they would be running the halls. Yella, yella. Habibi. But then it's just a video of him and this. Hey, Kitty. What? Can you hear me? No, say it again. Can you hear me? What? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yo, that song that Kai made was actually pretty fire, too. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're not going to the doctor. We just got a kick streaming deal, and we're driving around celebrating. So I don't know what's going on with Fousey, but apparently he's about to go over to kick. Get the bag. Time will tell. Hopefully things Yo, kick, I dead ass, though, I'm, you know, I'm down to gamble. <laughs> I heard I heard that you you the people that sign kick contracts, you need to stream, like, gambling 60% of the time. On God, I'll do it 100% of the time. <laughs> kick, dude. Yo, I'm averaging 5K on Twitch and Valorant. I've streamed, like, five times this part -time. year. Part-time. That's only part-time. Part dude, imagine I go full-time. I will gamble 100% of the time. Bang my line, please. <laughs> I would love to just gamble all day, dude. Oh my have God. my life spiral out of control. I shouldn't make these jokes because I'm like 99% serious. Oh, God. I wish I had any work ethic at all in the content. I game. wish you did too. I yeah. could just strap myself to a fucking kick deal. I don't even need any money. I just need funds to gamble with. Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Why don't you make one fucking TikTok <laughs> where you talk about a, a kick streaming deal? <laughs> Oh my god. I can't god, do it, dude. dude. I can't do it. I've been working here for a year and a half. I can't do it. I just can't take myself seriously. And that is like the work like the weakest excuse of all time. It is pretty weak, dude. I'm willing to sacrifice the opportunity I've been given solely because I can't take myself seriously making TikToks. Can we can we spend the rest of this episode just talking about Valorant some more? Uh yeah. I mean, what else? It's your show. Oh, we found out this LK ninety nine shit is all cap. We found out yesterday, actually. It's all a lie. We do we, we do not have magic anymore. Like we, we we won't have levitating trains for a while. Yeah, the uh, the art of uh, room temperature thermodynamics doesn't really make sense on paper. So it might one day though. <laughs> it could. <laughs> it is sad to think though that we had this dream for like two weeks of just <clears throat> life, humanity altering scientific discovery, and turns out that. It's all a farce. Do you think the aliens are going to go to war with us? We're going to have an alien war. No, I think if they're if, an alien war, I I think it would have happened already. Yeah. Like, why would they give us more time to prepare and get smarter and stronger? I think they would just take us out right now. Do you think? I guess this is too speculative, but if there was an alien invasion similar to Independence Day, do you think we are equipped with the? With the arms and the weaponry, too? Absolutely not. Really? No, man. Here's the problem. 
if they can traverse the universe to get here, do you think our weapons of mass destruction are comparable to theirs in any way, shape, or form? But no. they're, they're tailored to our atmosphere and our laws of physics. Listen, this is a like, man of steel, brother. It's like you jump in the water with a shark. Like, can I take down a great white on land? Yeah. I know, I'm but... I'm dancing around them. I, that's but actually... I'm a, it's a pretty good analogy. But saying. you think that they would spend all this time to get here and wouldn't do a little research? I mean, the British did the same thing. Okay, that... <laughs> wow. Holy shit, Joe. <laughs> I'm just saying... Would you take some fucking Vivans before I walk back in here? <laughs> no. Brain's firing. <laughs> no, it is. It is anything but firing. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, we would lose versus the aliens personally. <clears throat> but Jackson was telling me uh, at my birthday the other day that there's like a novel that's actually it's fiction, so this isn't you know a theory. But there was like a world where aliens or different civilizations progressed and evolved to the point where they could travel through space and get to earth but they never figured out like nuclear fission and all of these things and i don't remember what he said i don't even know why i'm trying to tell this story long story short like earth's humans <laughs> have Power. I don't know. I'm up Shit's Creek without a battle, brother. All right. Ballard, though, I can talk about that all day. I challenge you to an academic decathlon. You and me, 1v1, mano y mano. Fracture, dog shit. Bind, worst map in the game. Lotus, worst map in the game. Fucking plant on C. The little head glitch I have from C Long. Lotus is kind of annoying. I will say a lot of. A lot of pushback with this take that I've heard. I love Pearl. I think Pearl is one of the best maps in the game. At least probably the best map out of the core maps that did not come with the game. I got to say I low-key miss Breeze. I miss Breeze as well. Yeah. I don't miss Icebox. That that that, that entire map can die in a fire, mm -hmm. and I would never care if it ever came back, yeah. which is actually very polarizing because people love Icebox. Mm -hmm. But I just think the whole A site is bullshit. You've got within A, you literally have three lanes that are all exactly stacked on top of each other where there's like five different points of elevation. You'd be on top of the fucking ledge all the way from CT spawn when you walk in. Jets go up there all the time. Chamber, you could teleport up there. I mean, you could jump on the rope and jump up there yourself. And then you got the one on the other side. Then you got the green box head glitch. Then you got uh, fucking around with both ropes. You got... It's it's just a mess. I'm like, dude, how yeah. I am not cracked enough to clear all these corners when I get on site. Meanwhile, I'm getting hit with every utility that every player has ever had in Valorant history. All at the same time, I can't stand <laughs> Icebox. Everybody's like, oh, it's an aim duel map. There ain't no fucking aim duels. On that. <laughs> I, I, I clearly don't know how to play the game. So I, I, I've come to terms with that. I cannot figure out Icebox. I am so bad at Icebox. Brought back flashes of Durka with a shorty. Oh, brother. <laughs> Oh, brother in Christ. <laughs> yeah. Didn't stop Derek. That dude's disgusting. Yeah. Um Ranked Valorant though, man. I'm 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 tapped in. I'm locked in. I gotta <laughs> I, I would really love to learn how to play a Sentinel. Like I think I think I'd actually be really good at playing Cypher, but it just seems like I'm so far behind the curve that I won't ever be able to catch up to how good people are with his tech, with his mm -hmm. util. But neither here or there. Actually, we don't need to talk about Valorant. You know what I've watched or what I'm watching right now with Haley? Hmm. That I'm I'm still trying to get addicted to it. Cause I feel like I've tried in the past. I know I've got you on the cliffhanger here. I I I have tried to fall in love with it in the past. I can't remember it that well, but I'm watching Lost on Hulu. Really? People swear that this is like one of the greatest shows that they have ever watched in their entire life and i don't know if it's because it reminds them of a time in their life when they watched it when it was on tv every mm -hmm. single week but i'm like five episodes in and i'm like dude this is i mean i definitely want to watch the next episode because i want to know what's going on and what's happening but just so far it just seems kind of kind of slow it's like suits too suits like, is really good i think though it's like popping off but you know, anything made for, like, 
network television just doesn't compare to like the HBO shows today, in my opinion. Like they're still good, but like how they're structured. You know. I know, but there's got to be something that's got people talking about this for the last 15 years, bro. People lost, lost, lost. So maybe it's like kicks up in season two. I don't know how many episodes are in each season, but I'm hoping it gets better. I've never watched it. That or like Prison Break. Oh, Prison Break is elite. Breaking Bad's elite. Last, last, I think it's three seasons. Last season kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. First season of Prison Break, it might be some of the best TV ever made. Really? There's a lot of shows from that time that I haven't watched. You would love Prison Break. Mm-hmm. But again, kind of unravels a little bit. Yeah. Trying to think what else I'm watching. We talked about that quarterback show while you were gone. Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. What are they doing on the show? Just the behind the scenes for them. Like the oh, entire it's kind of like se- hard knocks, but just for the quarterbacks? Yeah. For the whole season. So it's like BTS footage of Patrick Mahomes like during the Super Bowl. It's pretty crazy. What is Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. But... Did they show any of the stuff that happened with his brother? No. No. Yeah. Yeah, they, they every time he'd like enter the, the frame. Can't kiss girls that don't want to kiss you back. That's a no-no. You'd think, yeah, you'd think he'd know that, but. Something's just, weird in that sit. Something's just, fishy. I don't know what's going on. It's mind-boggling. Um, in other news, it. Mr. Beast is suing. Hang on. <laughs> they're actually countersuing him for a hundred million dollars. Let me pull the name of the the company. Bro, they were making these burgers in Buca de Beppo. Virtual dining concepts. And they are now countersuing, claiming nine figures in damages due to his claims. All I'll say is this I ordered a Mr. Beast burger like three years ago, and it was maybe the worst burger I've ever had in my entire life. So you know, before you, before they make these claims, like maybe get your quality control in check. She was hot ass, bro. Like that ass, it was inedible. Yeah, man. They 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 tried to take the these ghost kitchens at, at at like a mass scale across the country, but you know, if you're making these burgers at like a million different restaurants that have whose kitchens do not operate and function the same, that's why fast food is so beloved by the U.S. because I can have a Domino's pan pizza in Los Angeles and then go to fucking Providence, Rhode Island, and that Domino's pan pizza is going to taste exactly the same. Fellow from Providence? Huh? (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Departed quote. It's the same thing across the board with McDonald's, Subway, Burger King, Wendy's. For the most part, unless you order at the wrong time in the day when they're close to closing and or the workers don't give a fuck, you get like 85, 90% of the way there, though, with the taste and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing these ghost kitchens and they're making a fucking burger at Buca de Beppo, which is like a chain Italian restaurant, and then you go to Texas and they're making them another restaurant, that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about the situation. Like, I think the Beast Burger actually was a great idea. Uh, took over the internet. I know the burgers probably weren't that great for some people. Others probably enjoyed it. I don't know. I don't know who's going to win that one. Let's see what else I got here. <laughs> Pull back yeah, I feel like I've talked about it. I'm going to be chalked on stream today because like, I, I have nothing left to talk about. Be like motherfucking Blue's Clues out here with my notebook. Um, I mean, Modern Warfare 3 got announced. Yeah, listen. We should have talked about that sooner. Sledgehammer <laughs> is dropping the hammer on Infinity War and Treyarch. Okay. What I mean by that, actually, I'm going to keep Treyarch out of this. Really, Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward came in, again, with Warzone 2 and Modern Warfare 2, and they wanted to make a game that was going to stand alone by itself, and they changed a lot of core mechanics of the game that nobody asked to change. They made the game easier for casuals they try to encourage camping they put bubble wrap on all the players and that's what these studios do call of duty is the same every single year but then they tune some things or change some things so that their game can stand alone against all the others from the other studios be like this is our call of duty which i get why they do that like if i was a studio head like i don't want to do the same exact thing well maybe you shouldn't have got into the business of making Call of Duty. Like, Infinity Ward is not the same company that it was when it started. So Mm-mm. you come in in the second half, and all of a sudden you're trying to 
cement your own legacy, like, hey, give us the fucking red dots back, dude. Nobody asked you to change that. Like, a core mechanic of Call of Duty that has existed since the dawn of fucking time. Somebody shoots without a silencer, you fucking see it on your mini-map. Red dot. I would say the mini-map was actually more important than, like, 90% of the other core mechanics of Call of Duty. They remove it. Some time ago, I think it was, like, Modern Warfare 2019. They get rid of fucking Dead Silence as a perk. All of a sudden, I got 30 attachments. I, I'm building a, a goddamn Death Star with my Legos, <laughs> trying to figure out what needs to be on my gun. I'm watching YouTube fucking tutorials. Brother. You got to level up other guns to unlock fucking attachments for the gun you want to use. Oh, like oh, oh. You want the extended mag for your MP7? Well, go get 100 headshots <laughs> with that LMG, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Brother, they, God, they must have just sat in a conference room and just started throwing darts at pieces of paper on them. And that's how they made decisions. They were really jerking themselves off on this so, one. So, Sledgehammer in this Modern Warfare 3 teaser, I don't have the post right in front of me. We should find it. But the red red dots back on the mini-map. Ninja, a.k.a. Dead Silence, will now be a perk. What else was there? Reload, cancel, returns, slide, cancel, returns. Perks will be gear. They're basically taking all the things that people loved from like the original Warzone and the core sweaty mechanics from core Call of Duty, and they're bringing it back. Like yeah. this is the best thing that they could ever do. Yeah, this is literally. I am shocked that a Call of Duty studio like Sledgehammer, who you know took a lot of flack, they've had a lot of changes in leadership as well. But AW, I think, was better than what we remember. Mm -hmm. They're giving the community everything, at least the hardcore, like competitive players, giving us everything that we've been asking for. The move to casual Call of Duty is was just so infuriating. It's like if I want to like play a casual game, like I'll go play fucking Farmville, or I'll go like rip dungeons and well, what? A, the, That's not the problem, man. The what, pro the problem is that throughout the lifespan of a game. Like Call of Duty. Call of Duty is the perfect example. I, I Maybe the only example. The game was made for casual players. But when you make a game that people love, they are going to do everything they can. I mean, this is... It's like pinnacle of human innovation in the <clears throat> Call of Duty community. They will make a game that they love competitive by any means necessary. Mm -hmm. So even before we had pregame lobbies and all these settings that we can change for Search and Destroy and Hardpoint and Capture the Flag... We just played what we had, and we made it work. Mm -hmm. So then David Vonerhaar and Treyarch come in, and all of a sudden they start adding a couple layers to the software on the back end so that we can have pregame lobbies, so we can change the timer on the bomb, so we can have competitive, you know, a basketball court for us to go play on. Mm -hmm. And the game just get more and more competitive, and Call of Duty and Infinity Ward made the decision that we were the ones, our passion our our unbreakable will to compete on this game that we love was actually making the game worse would clearly that is absolutely not the case i mean warzone one and the movement and the clips that i would see it's hard because there's blurred lines when you talk about warzone and core call of duty multiplayer but it created a skill gap if you're a casual player i would see people complain about it all the time like the slide canceling and Instant reloads and the movement, you know, th this shouldn't be possible. But guess what? It made people want to play it every single day because they can see incremental incremental improvement every single time they log on. And that's a good thing. That fosters mm -hmm. longevity with your game. That fosters a community that actually cares about your game. Yeah. And Infinity Ward looked at the Call of Duty community who cares more about this game than anybody... And said, fuck you. They did. Yeah. Which, brother, I've talked about this a million times on this podcast, but I'll say it one last time. I understand if you're in each other's shoes, why they did the things. that They don't want to be held hostage by uh, a, a, a small portion of the community. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Like the top 1% are usually the people you need to talk about that are playing your game to make informed decisions about how to make the game better. And it trickles down from them. So they leaned in one way when they should have went the other. And Sledgehammer basically just said, fuck you, Infinity Ward. We're going to give it all back. Mm -hmm. And 
we're going to do it right. And hopefully it is right. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? This is a bit of an aside, but going back to the red dots, I wanted to ask for those listening because I thought it was interesting the first time I heard it from you. When you were playing multiplayer back in the day, how much of your time do you think was spent looking at the minimap? 70% of the time, if not yeah. higher. 70% looking at the minimap. Yeah, bro. The mm -hmm. minimap is everything. That's how you know where people are going to be spawning. That's how, like, your teammates move up to a certain part of the map. Like, oh, somebody just died on the kill feed. Mm -hmm. I know where that guy's going to spawn immediately. I mean, it, it informs every decision you make. And that's why I die so much looking at my minimap when I'm playing Val. Because I want to see what my teammates are doing because they have no comms. <laughs> Minimap's really, it's crucial. And that's why this has been such a weird year of competitive Call of Duty because they just up and decided to get rid of Red Dots. Yeah. I was fucking pissed, to be honest with you, because our team coming off the heels of Vanguard were the best team in the game. Then all of a sudden, there's no Dead Silence again. There's no Red Dots. It basically just changed the entire game. Mm -hmm. And now they got it back and all our players are gone. See ya. Goodbye. But our team this year is going to be fun to watch. So, mm -hmm. All right. Well, I feel like we've been going. It's 930. Let's call it. It's a good episode. It was fun. I think so. What a good time. For some reason, my brain, I think it's actually the vape. I don't know why I decided to rip this when I walked in here. But just to be clear, not that I care if you care, but I'm not on the vape. I just, <laughs> when he has it, I smoke it a little bit, which is like once a week. Once that, that's out, then we're off. Yeah, again. I'm not I mean, buying another you, one. Before this vape, we didn't have vapes besides the wedding for months. So yeah. don't judge me. <laughs> I do not like to be judged. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Appreciate the staff, as always, coming in early to film these on Tuesdays. And uh, YouTube, we'll see you a bunch later. Goodbye.